The peace of Christ be with you. Be not dismayed by this uh, slanted table. This is intentional. It will make more sense later in the service, but lest you spend the first 20 minutes worrying. It's okay. As you settle into this place, I invite you to take about three deep breaths and allow yourself to be drawn into the presence of spirit and held by this house of prayer. Friends, let us worship the living God. I invite you to stand if you are able and join us in the call to worship. God, you are the good shepherd. Bring us into your fold. In your presence is comfort, strength, and safety. Open our hearts to the gifts of this place.
You may be seated. I want to welcome you here to Westminster, especially if you're visiting with us, a special welcome to you. I invite you after worship into our Finley Hall area for coffee, tea, and actually a special cake celebrating our baptism today, especially a chance to get to know each other just a little better. So I invite you now to join with me in our community prayer. It's printed in your bulletin. Let us pray. Great gathering God, we can spend our lives chasing, frantically searching, and not recognizing that all the while you are seeking us. Collect us into your presence. Heal us in our brokenness. Forgive us for ways in which we participate in the harming of others, either directly or merely by looking to Reconnect us to our human family and to the entire household of creation. Our prayers continue in quiet. Amen. Friends, know that God is our good shepherd. God knows us by name and cares for our needs. God forgives us and loves us unconditionally. Thanks be to God. Amen. So now I'd like to invite the children who are worshiping with us to come join Jeff here at the front. I'd also like to invite CJ's family forward and Elder Bill McLeod forward. Something, something maybe many of you have done before. Our friend here, CJ, is going to get baptized today. That's pretty cool, right? So why don't you all grab a seat? You can sit down here. You can turn this way. Let's keep an eye on him. And in a minute, we're going to talk about how we can help him learn God's love. So baptism is the sacrament through which we are invited and united to Jesus Christ and given part in Christ's ministry of reconciliation. Baptism is the visible sign of an invisible event, showing the pouring out of the Holy Spirit on God's beloved children. In baptism, God works in us the power of forgiveness, the renewal of the Spirit, and the knowledge of the call to be God's people always. So for both of you, CJ's parents, do you profess your faith in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior? Do you renounce evil, affirming your reliance on God's grace? Do you declare your intention to participate actively and responsibly in the worship and mission of the church? And do you declare your intention to provide for the Christian nurture of CJ? If so, please say, we do. Shame. Please join me in the Congregational Covenant printed in your bulletin. With joy and thanksgiving, we welcome CJ into Christ Church. We promise to love, encourage, and support him and his family. We promise to share the good news of the gospel with him and help him to study, know, love, and serve Jesus Christ. All right, it's your turn over there.
Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, pour out your spirit upon this water, that it may become living water. Amen. Hey, CJ. How are you? Hey. Oh, you like my mic? You like my microphone, don't you? So what is his full name? Conrad Jacob. I baptize you in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit. That is to say, in the name of God, our Creator, Jesus Christ, our Redeemer, the Holy Spirit, our Sustainer. May the Spirit be upon you, CJ, child of God, disciple of Christ. Amen. That water's pretty cool, isn't it? You want to you wanna come meet some of your family in Christ? Yeah, look at all these kids. These are your brothers and sisters. They're going to help you learn about God and God's love. This is CJ, guys. Let's see who else we can meet. Oh, look. Look, here's Joan right there, your sister in Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is CJ. They're all welcoming you into Christ's family. Look, this is Pat over here. This is CJ. Look, here's Elizabeth here, another of your new sisters. All of these people are going to help you know and learn about God's love. That's pretty special. That's pretty special. Get to see the kids one more time. They're the best, right? Yeah. All right. I'm going to return you to your mom. Please join in the oldest baptismal creed we have. The Apostles' Creed is found on page 35 in the front of your hymnals. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God. From thence he come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the everlasting amen. So we have for you a certificate of baptism and also a candle. And we invite you to light that candle on the anniversary of CJ's baptism every year, just as a reminder of this special day. So let us pray. Loving God, we give you thanks for CJ and the commitments CJ's family and this church congregation have made this morning. Bless CJ, we pray that he may have strength for life's journey, courage in time of suffering, the joy of faith, the freedom of love, and the hope of new life through Jesus Christ who makes us one. Amen. Amen. Everybody, you're going to go start on a special art project with Miss Jen. In the meantime, you can say bye to CJ and we can help with that. So some of you may remember, CJ joined the world much earlier than expected, and we prayed for him and his family quite a bit when he was first born. So before he even knew it or realized it, or maybe he did, we were praying for that boy, and now to see him as a wonderful, what is he, one-and-a-half-ish year old, is just such a delight, such a delight. So now we uh, are... At a time of our worship where we like to share our joys and our concerns with each other so that we may be in prayer with each other and for the world. So if you have something to share, I invite you to just stand and let us know. Yes, Denny.
So uh, Denny was offering prayers for Michael Peterson, who has been singing with us in our choir very regularly. He is quite ill right now, um, so not able to sing with us, and we certainly keep Michael in our prayers. Yeah, Bev. That's right. Joy, Bev's daughter, recently engaged. Congrats to Lexi. Karen. Prayers for Karen and all your family following the death of Karen's mom this past week. Anyone else? All right, let's take a few. Oh, yeah, Elizabeth. Absolutely, and continued prayers for you, Elizabeth. So Elizabeth's husband's Carl Memorial Service was here in the sanctuary yesterday afternoon, and she's simply giving thanks for all of those of you who have reached out to her with love. Thank you. Let's have a few moments of quiet now, and then I will lead us in the Lord's Prayer. So let us pray. Gracious God, you hear our prayers, and for that we do give you thanks. Our prayers are offered in the name of the one who teaches us to pray together, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day.
The first scripture reading is Psalm uh, 23. Listen to what the... Okay, sorry. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me right into path. He leads me... He leads me in right paths, for name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. The second reading comes from John's Gospel, a word before I read that. The sermon today will be a a storytelling, thus the table, and uh, there'll be some things to see, and so if if you want in the back, move forward or stand up around the edges. We're going to try to make it so some children can see and so you can at least sort of see, so don't be bashful about that. So the second reading is from the 10th chapter of John's Gospel. These are the words of Jesus. I am the good shepherd. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So that's one way to encounter the word of God, just reading it. Earlier we encountered the word of God by singing the 23rd Psalm or images from it in the hymn. And I'm about to introduce you to yet another way to encounter the word of God. It's a form of storytelling that will serve as the centerpiece for a new Christian education program we're starting in the fall. And without hyperbole, I will say to you, it's the most powerful thing I've ever seen a church do, is to uh, bring this teaching version uh, to a congregation. The, the, The program mirrors a reform worship service, and the centerpiece is telling the biblical story in a particular way. A rabbi once said, you know, we Jews don't have dogmas or doctrines, we just have stories. And sometimes the progressive church, in an effort to get out from under the burden of the dogma, has accidentally left the stories behind too. And so we are called to plant those stories in our children so they have a reservoir from which to draw their whole life long. And that's what we aim to do. Now, I've invited some friends to come in and be a part of this so that it's not just a telling for adults. So I'm going to have you come forward, but I want to show you something as you come forward. When we encounter our sacred stories, we approach them in a special way. So we speak softly when it's our turn to speak, and we even walk gently. I'm going to show you. It looks like this. Can you try that? Let's see if we can do that all the way up, okay? Now, I'm going to give each of you a special place. Typically, we would do this on the floor, but I want some of the adults to see too. So we're going to use this silly table. I want one of you to come right here on this step, and you can stand or kneel, either one or sit, and one of you right here, and then on the other side, same thing, right here, and then right there, okay, and you can stand or sit or kneel, perfect, okay, now, let's see what we have, hmm, what's under here? wonder what this is. I wonder if it's a sacred story. I wonder that because it looks shiny and, and precious, kind of like a present. And our sacred stories are like presents. Because once they're given to us, They can never be taken away, and we have them forever. Another reason I wonder if this is a sacred story is that it has a lid on it. And sometimes it seems as though our sacred stories have lids on them, and we're not sure 
what's inside, what's beneath the surface. So, I wonder what we'll find if we have a look. Oh, there's this. I wonder what this is. It's a what? I wonder if it's grass. It's warm and green and soft. Or, or maybe a treetop or a big bush or a giant balloon. Hmm. I wonder if it's a meadow. Now let's see what else we have. Oh, there's this. I wonder what this could be. I wonder if it's a pond, or maybe a, a raindrop, or a mirror where you can see yourself in it, or a window where you can see what's on the other side. Hmm. But it is kind of cold and a little bit wet. I wonder if it is some water. Let's see what else we have. Oh, there are these. These are cold and and hard and kind of sharp, actually, rough. These are a little scary. I wonder if these are rocks. Oh, yeah, those are difficult. Hmm. Let's see if there's something else. Oh, there are these. I wonder what these could be. I wonder if they're trees. Hmm. Looks kind of like a log, doesn't it? What if I put one here? I wonder what that could be. Maybe a road with a beginning and an end, or maybe this is the beginning and this is the end. Hmm. What if I put one here? I wonder if it's a log cabin. I wonder if it's a fence. And you know, if I keep doing this, you can feel it getting stronger and stronger and stronger. I wonder what this is. You know, I wonder if it's a corral. It has an inside and an outside. And if it's a corral, I wonder what lives inside it. Ah, there are these sheep. If sheep live in here, then this must be a sheepfold because the sheep are folded safely inside. But if it's a sheepfold, there needs to be a way for them to get in and out. So maybe we could make a gate. Maybe someone could make a gate better than I could. Ah, now. Let's see if we're ready for the story. Once there was someone who said such amazing things and did such wonderful things that people began to follow him. But they didn't know who he was, and so they asked him one day. And he said, I am the good shepherd. And I know all of my sheep by name. And they know the sound of my voice. So that when I call them, they come to me. I lead them to the greenest grass. And I lead them beside the cool, still, clear waters.
come to places of danger, I show them how to pass through safely. Bring them home until they are safely inside the sheepfold. I wonder what it feels like to be one of those sheep. I wonder if it feels safe. And I wonder what the sheep feel like when the shepherd calls them by name. And I wonder what it's like to get to go out to the nice grass or the cool still waters. And I wonder what it's like in the place that feels dangerous. I wonder if you've ever been scared. Yeah, me too. And I wonder what it's like to be brought back safely into the sheepfold. I wonder where this is. And I wonder where all of this is. I want to say thank you to each of you for being such good listeners. And you're free to go now back to your class if you'd like. Max is, Max is going to go with you. So at this point in the lesson, what happens is the children go and they do artistic reflection based on the story. And it's a chance for them to reflect in their own way in the biblical story that it gets in them over time. As I mentioned earlier, the whole hour of the program mirrors a worship service, though we don't tell them that, but it gets in them. And so just like they respond to the sacred story, the word, the word read and proclaimed in a sermon, we do that in here every week. We respond to the word by singing, by praying, by giving an offering, and ultimately by going out in the world and serving. We also do sacraments, we do baptism and communion, and today we're going to respond to the word by doing something special as well. We're going to invite the Spirit's presence in for a moment of healing. Now, we spoke about this last week and even before that, about thinking about healing more broadly. It can be healing for a physical ailment or some emotional pain or a spiritual wound Maybe healing for a relationship or someone who's not even here or for our community or for our whole society to invite that presence in. So as Bethany sets up our final station, I'll point out that there are three stools up here, each of them a healing station. And at each of them, there'll be a pastor and a member healer. And if you'd like to, in a moment, you'll be invited to come forward in your own time to touch some oil if you'd like, to anoint yourself, to be physically reminded of God's presence, to name either quietly or out loud that for which it is you're seeking healing or the one you're seeking healing for. And then we'll simply offer you a gentle touch on the shoulder and a blessing. Now, those of you who are sitting here, either because you've yet to come up or you've already come up or you're choosing to stay where you are for whatever reason, you have an important role, maybe the most important role, and that is to hold this space in prayer. You could simply be inviting God's presence here in a general way and holding that, or you might literally focus on the people who are up and asking God's healing touch in their life, even though you may not know what it is for which they're seeking healing. The last thing I'll say before the invitation is if you have trouble with mobility or would just prefer to stay where you are but would like to be blessed, 
after we've gone through those in the line, just simply signal and we'll come to you and maybe you could slide to the edge of a pew. This, if it mirrors the 8.30 service, could take a while. But it's a sacred moment, so use it as a time to sink down into prayer and spirit. So as you feel led, we invite you to come forward to any of the three stations.
to whom might we come? Does anybody want us to come to you? wonder if this is our sheepfold. Amen.
Let us pray. Loving God, our good shepherd, for the many ways that you bring healing and wholeness and blessing to our lives, we give you thanks. Receive these gifts, we pray, as a sign of our gratitude, as a sign of our commitment to be vessels of that healing and wholeness and blessing of yours in our world. Amen. You may be seated. So I want to highlight just a few things that are coming up in the life of our church and encourage you to take a look at the bulletin for other announcements. First, this afternoon, we are having an Earth Day hike. Uh, Julie Barnes, who often leads hikes with us, will be leading a hike at Phoenix Lake. Um, they've arranged some special parking at the Lagunitas Club, which is near Phoenix Lake. So you can arrive there at 145, and someone will be there to greet you. If you want to participate or if you have questions, Bob Miller, sitting right there, he'll be available after worship. So you can check in with him if you'd like to join in the hike. Um, you saw Rob offer a beautiful story today. If you would like to learn to be a storyteller like that, maybe one day be as good as Rob. Uh, we are having a training this coming weekend. It's all day Saturday and Sunday afternoon. We do have a few spots still available. So if you're interested in being a part of that, just let me know. Our Forward in Faith Bible study continues. After worship today, Jim Snipes will be leading the study on Acts. And then on Wednesday morning and next Sunday, Jeff Schenkel will be leading the study on Hebrews. So you're invited to join either on Wednesday morning or on Sunday afternoon. Uh, we have a, a very brief congregational meeting coming up next week. We are welcoming, we are ordaining and installing our new elders and deacons as part of worship. And we have one elder, Lauren Halsey, who has agreed to serve to complete a one-year term. And we are going to vote to welcome her as an elder and then ordain and install our officers. It's really one of my favorite moments in worship throughout the year. So I invite you to be here and be a part of that next Sunday at 10. So I invite you now to stand as you are comfortable for our closing hymn. It is number 795.
And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God who is Father and who is Mother of us all, and the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit be with you this day and every day. Amen. I invite you to be my percussion section again. I need two kinds of help. If you're no good at counting, all you have to do is this. Just softly give us a little brushes kind of sound. If you can count, I need you to snap on two. I'm going to count to three, and you snap on two. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two. You're hired. Thank you. 